Last time on Pokemon Rollout. The trainers were split across low keep as a chrome ripped space open using spatial rend. Professor Sneeze was transported to the business district where he met up with Sam Timorous, a futurist who he had run into during his egg-gathering ceremony. Sam questioned how Sneeze was letting his archetype go to waste as he attacked the professor with his team of bug-type Pokemon. After freezing Sam with a tri-attack, Professor Sneeze was able to force him to retreat as Melody the Wigglytuff used Rollout to pressure his team. Meanwhile, Liliana was sent to an accidental courtyard where she met Zekrom face to face. Zekrom wished to battle with Spicy the Grottle as they found that Pokemon most intriguing. At the onset, Zekrom attacked Liliana and Spicy with some very heavy hits, putting the duo on the back foot. Liliana was able to retaliate with a critical hit against the legendary Pokemon. Well, almost. Just as the blow was about to hit, the white feathered wing of Zekrom's sibling stopped the strike and ended the battle. As a sign of her victory, Zekrom gave Liliana a dragon tooth to evolve Sparky, as well as this message. When you meet it, call my name, we'll have some fun. Meanwhile, Charlie was dropped into a parking garage where he came across a girl typing away furiously at some strange device. Deciding Charlie was too much of a hassle to deal with, she attacked him and Katana with an electric shifted Vulpix. When she determined that she had gathered enough information, she made a hasty retreat, leaving Charlie to deal with the blue gel-like machine that she left behind. After trading blows back and forth, Harry the Absol was able to cut through the machine. Leaving the parking garage, Charlie ran into Tulip, the futurist the trainers had met at the tournament previously. Suddenly, all of the trainers heard a shrill scream and ran toward it. What will happen today on Pokemon Rollout? My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Still Alive Fine. <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Too Young to Die Sneeze. Ha. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana, insert new name here, Shadow Garden. <laughs> You did that on, like, the last episode that I heard. Did I? No, she said insert, inter- like, she was like, inter- insert fun name or something. This is insert new name. Oh. New name, because new character. Com- oh, we're yes. All, yes, we're, we're all coming to this rolling up new characters. Chasing a child's scream, the three of you, with your odd companions that you ran into nearby rushed from different directions, converging, unknowingly, into a small cul-de-sac cut into the towering mountains at the end. Five streets radiate out from this cul-de-sac in different directions. Uh, due to the confusing warren of streets in this area of Lowkeep, you each are on a different street, given a view of the squat garrison that nestles directly against the massive stone wall. Front of this garrison has been riddled with burns and pockmarks, and the stone door that had once stood between the inside of the building and the world now lay in shattered pieces partway down the street in front of Professor Sneeze, seeming to have been torn off its hinges. A cluster of young, frightened faces cling around the open doorway, uh, likely the source of the scream. They seem transfixed by the area outside the door, ignoring the many other young faces which are pushing to get a view and the few older children who are trying to get everyone away from the door. Part of the reason that the older children are trying to get the others away from the door is to clear the way for the wounded. Two children barely into their teenage years are struggling with an unconscious form of an older ranger. Despite their struggles, their quick work suggests that this is not the first adult that they've carried back into the garrison. Floating in between you and the garrison are two of the huge chromes, their flail-like arms swinging wildly. Uh, The destroyed body of another chrome lays in pieces in the middle of the street surrounded by globs of clear bluish gel and bits of circuitry. Dodging back and forth between the chromes and the garrison are a trio of Pokemon trainers. 
One of them looks young enough that she should be in the garrison herself instead of outside of it, but she seems to ignore the distinction. Uh, despite the chaos of the town around her, her outfit is still perfectly stylish and on point. She directs a similarly stylish Meowth around the battlefield, dodging and dipping past the chrome on the left side with seeming ease. Older than the girl, but still a relatively young man, at least to Professor Sneeze, uh, Liliana and Charlie would see him as an older guy. A tall trainer rams his shoulder into the chrome on the right, sending the large metal creature flying back a few feet. Pausing to adjust the headphones around his neck, uh, the bearded man steps quickly to one side, allowing his Growlithe, wreathed in flame, to follow up on the chrome with another punishing strike. And dancing, literally dancing, between the two trainers and their battles is a tall woman in ripped jeans, a black t-shirt with a purple lightning bolt pattern on it, and spiked white hair. The woman seems to be playing an electric guitar, the tune playing clearly out over the battlefield without the aid of an amp. Dancing along with her is a large, black, wolf-like Pokémon that reminds all of you of Ruse, the Zerua, although obviously this is much larger and with a mane of red and black hair. Another of that Pokémon is standing in the background, near to the garrison, playing a bass guitar. Another one is playing a drum set, and yet another is pounding out a tune on a keyboard. Uh, as you watch for a moment, all of the wolf-like Pokémon that are playing instruments flicker, going momentarily transparent, their illusions. Though they are making sounds. <laughs> oh, man. You all spot each other at roughly the same time. Uh, but unfortunately, you see that you aren't the only ones, or the only things, that have come in response to this screen. Boiling out of the other two streets into the cul-de-sac is a writhing mass of the gel-like creatures, all seemingly intent on the garrison. Charlie, next to you, Tulip looks over the battlefield with an eager light in her metallic eyes. Ooh, this would be bad PR, she murmurs, sounding almost delighted at the thoughts. I, I should probably put a stop to it. Oh, but oh, I can try out Sammy. With a delighted exclamation, she releases a small yellow Pokemon that you, Charlie, initially mistake for a Pikachu next to her. Although, on closer inspection, it's clearly something, something wearing a poorly made Pikachu costume with a tree branch for a tail. Professor Sneeze, the grass elementalist from the Clear Lake Gym, stares at the scene in horrified silence for a moment, his eyes lighting up in rage. Harsh. He growls out, low and guttural, releasing by his side an enormous Snorlax, which lets out a yawning roar. Silently, the elementalist breaks left towards the mass of jet-like creatures boiling out of the street near there. Liliana, uh, the blue-haired ranger, looks over the situation, then nods crisply to Liliana. Uh, when this is over, ask for a Didi. I'll vouch for you. Fluffy, we're running support. The Luxray, next to her, barks gruffly in response, and both it and Aditi rush towards the two chromes attacking the garrison. Now, for the sake of my sanity, <laughs> no, <laughs> I am going to ask you to go after the crush of gel-like creatures coming from the far right street. I have the stats and can technically run <laughs> an entire battlefield with two chromes, six NPCs and their Pokemon, and <laughs> 10 to 12 gel creatures, but please don't make me do that. <laughs> Nick, you're like just describing exactly how we can torture you. <laughs> Why would you do this the exact way? <laughs> Because Here torture. are the conditions. I want an Arceus. No. <laughs> because torture is reciprocal. Yeah, let's, let's barter on this. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. My internet cut out of the part. Uh, Liliana directly goes for the chromes first. Um. <laughs> well, that's where I was going to go anyway. Uh, do you want to, like, give nods to all the patrons yes. that all of um, these things are named I, after? I was going to give it a little bit later, and we'll, we'll hear a running list for it too, but I can let them know now. So, the girl that I described first is uh, Felicité de... Uh, let me get the name correctly. Uh, Felicité de Lamanay, or de Lamanay, probably... Uh, I'm, I'm butchering the French. But she had her... And her Meowth is named Le Comte de Meowth. And the Count, the count of Meowth. Um, I love it. <laughs> that was a suggestion by Gregory Lopez. The older trainer, older bearded trainer, is Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm Caivano is his actual last name, and he has a Growlithe named Rob. Rob is the name of the Patreon who suggested this one. The female rocker is Forest Trim. I was trying to give her a better name, but that is the name of the patron who did it. I wanted to give her a more fitting name, but I also wanted to make sure it tied into Forest. 
and the Zorark that is playing all of the backup band for her and fighting alongside her is Asher, because that is the Patreon. Sammy Ash suggested a Mimikule or Drifloon, so Tulip has a Mimikyu named Sammy. Aditi has a Luxray named Fluffy for Ryan Felton. And then David Harshman suggested a Snorlax or Munchlax, possibly named Harsh. And so the grass trainer has a Snorlax named Harsh. Well, thank you to all those patrons yeah. Yeah, helping us uh, fight here. Yes, you're all running into battle <laughs> to make uh, what could be a nonsense battle much, much easier to save the children of Loki. <laughs> all right, uh, let me look at my inventory really quickly because I would like to, if you'll allow, before we start initiative order, mm-hmm. I think I want to apply something to Harry, possibly. Mm. What do you mean by something? Two super potions before um, before we get into battle. On the run, I will allow you guys to have used two items. Probably restorative, but two items of some sort to heal your, yourselves up and to work through what you're doing. I think I technically did that at the end of the last session. Yes, but... Okay, if, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. I was just trying to be fair. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, honestly, if I'm thinking through it, I, the one who beat the battle the fastest was actually Liliana. Hey. Oh, nice. But Professor Sneeze finished well ahead of Charlie, and Professor Sneeze <laughs> had a lot, had a much easier time uh, navigating the streets than Liliana did. The timelines do sync up decently well. My uh, street smarts are kitten- kicking in. <laughs> this sort of. There were extenuating <laughs> circumstances for Liliana. Charlie's going to apply a super potion and a just a regular potion to Harry, because Harry did well against these guys before, and I want Harry to keep coming coming at this. All right. What are the goop de goos made of again? You never found out. Oh, well, bummer. Uh, are, are we kind of congregating again where we can be... Right now, you guys are in the middle of the thing. A battle's about to start. Is Harry out at the moment, or did you return him as you ran? Uh, Harry is still out, yes. Do Professor Sneeze and Liliana have any any Pokemon out? I've got Archie on my shoulder. I, I gave him a, a soda pop as we ran. That was one of the, the restorative items. He's got a can of pop in his tail hand. He's, he's drinking it as we go. <laughs> Other question, Nick. Is this considered a new... Is this a new scene? Yes, but uh, since Harry is out, he is not being sent into the battle. You are still much faster than these things. Well, I'm just asking about, like, because I have a defense stage left over from last night. Yes. And I have a motivated and cheered condition from last night. I will allow those to remain. Oh, actually, since you guys since you guys didn't heal up and, like, work through this, I, I, will, ha- I will have this be the same scene. Okay, so then, so then uh, to catch everyone up here, Charlie's burned out of his uh, cheerleader actions. Okay, okay gotcha. So th- that's the other thing I was checking, because if it was a new scene, I could do those things again. Charlie's also burned out of his, um, uh, his omen. Liliana, do you have any, th- any uh, Pokemon out? No, but I did use a potion. Perfect. Um, that does mean that Archie is the fastest thing on your guys' team. Archie is the fastest. Yes. All right. Um, since you guys are getting closer, you guys are kind of rushing towards it, so you would be able to call out. I'm just saying, like, on your turns, you'll be able to do it as you're kind of gathering to where you are. Right now, this is the initial thing. Uh, as you're getting closer, I will say uh, Liliana, Professor Sneeze, and Archie can all make technology education checks to try to understand these gel things. Got it. Oh man. Dunma is a rock. <laughs> say, pending in the role, can Charlie, like, observe them and be like, hey, guys, uh, these things... Don't do this against these. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, at your turn, you will be able to call that out as you gather. Okay. I got a three. <laughs> okay. Archie got 13. Okay. I got eight. Liliana, you don't know what these things are. Oh, they're gross and slimy. Yeah, gross and slimy, weird looking things. Uh, you saw them use electric type moves before, so all of you know that they have electric type moves. But they've also used other moves, so you're not really sure what to do with that. Professor Sneeze, you don't gather as much either. You can get that these are mechanical and, like, something robotic. Sure. All you get from, like, just a vague grasp, um, you get a similar feeling that this is as far above normal, like, robotics and electronics, maybe nearly as far above normal electronics and robotics as Yash's prosthetics were above regular prosthetics. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it's there, there was probably a savant behind this. Mm-hmm. Archie, and you kind of looks it over and goes... Hmm. Hardening surfaces, but difficult with edged weapons. Steel. 
weak to steel. Can I say that? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Or uh, you said on my turn. Okay. Yeah, um, it's Archie, so yeah, he's kind of calling it a little better, but yeah, weak to steel, but fire retardants. Don't fire. Okay. Uh, Nick, are these made out of the same stuff that uh, the one that I dealt with last night was? Yes. Uh, Archie, okay. I-, I rolled for Archie, and he figured out a different weakness and resistance. Gotcha. Okay. Archie! Run up close and hit one of those things with an ice punch. So Archie's going to crush his uh, soda pop can after finishing it and throw it on the ground as he rushes forwards to punch. And he rolls a nat one. Oh, no. He rolled a nat one. <laughs> nat one. Wow. Oh. I was going to say, he crushed it and like, put it safely in a bin. Archie isn't the barbarian. What Nick means is Archie's a major nerd. What do I do with a natural one? It's one of the first accuracy rolls. It's the first accuracy roll, the first roll besides a a skill check of the episode. Okay, uh, Archie, like, whiffing with ice goes and swings and a wide miss. And somewhere behind you in the city, you hear a loud crash and crumble as a building explodes and implodes from the inside and falls apart. Great. Great. And you hear, my cabbages! <laughs> a large building somewhere in Lowkeep just exploded. Now, I want to I wanna check on the, the rules with a nat one. Is Archie's turn automatically over, or can he still take a free action? He can, st- he can take a free action at any time. Is he close enough to frisk one of these things? Yes, if he's close enough to hit one of them with Ice Punch, he's close enough to frisk them. So he's going to frisk it. Frisk it! Okay. He learns type, ability, nature, level, and any held items. Type, chromatic jelly. It doesn't give you weaknesses or resistances, but it tells you it's a it's a chromic jelly. Uh, level 20. Has the ability levitate. Mm-hmm. Nature, not applicable. Uh, level 20, and they are not currently holding any items. So it's also going to be immune to ground type moves. Yep. These things are mean. Says their creator. Yeah, right. You just hear him <laughs> smile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you didn't see the chromes, and you didn't see the uh, the flattened Kabuto thing that uh, I had earlier too. But that's always fun. A flattened Kabuto? Never mind. Uh, oh. That means Harry is up. <laughs> Based on what we did last night, Charlie's going to uh, get Harry uh, geared up for this match. So, okay, Harry, let's uh, make sure we don't have troubles like we did just a little bit ago. Use the double team. I will, because I have three charges of it. I either get plus two for accuracy. Or minus two for their accuracy. So, so I'll just use a couple tokens for those. Yeah. Harry kind of bounces back and forth and is set up to be a lot harder to hit or a lot harder to dodge away from. That makes it Charlie's turn. I think we determined last night, Nick, the only thing I have left to do is uh, throw rocks at yeah. things. Well, if you want to throw rocks, you can throw rocks. I'm making a lot of noise while I feel. I could throw a rock, but I feel like it'd just be a drop in a, in a bucket here. Well, every, no, every little bit counts. Let's let's do it. So yeah, Charlie's gonna pick up a rock, toss it in a sling, and he's gonna chuck it. Okay. And this is just kind of a mass of blue things, right? Yeah, they they've kind of separated at this point, so you can get maybe five distinct forms, but they're mostly boiling out as a mass. Uh, nine. A nine on your accuracy with the sling. That hits. Okay, cool. Uh, so this is gonna be a three plus. 26, 29 physical damage. 29. All right, that did nine physical damage to this one. That's what I thought. <laughs> Which isn't enough to give it an injury, but it is a solid hit with it. So you go and hit it, and you see the stone kind of tumble and bloop into it, and strike a little bit of the circuitry and knock it out, but uh, doesn't seem to do much on the integrity of the creature itself. It is your turn, so if you wanted to yell something out, now would be the time. Uh, hey, guys, don't use fighting moves. Like, leave a trigger and a boss away. They're not going to do any good this time. But, like, uh, these are these things um, are affected by corrosive things. So, like, poisony things. Thanks, Charlie! And Charlie does finger guns. <laughs> As Harry's kind of pumping himself up and getting ready to go, he actually catches eyes with Felicity. And they kind of lock eyes for a second. And it's just kind of like a moment passes between them. And then Harry kind of nods once, and then kind of gets set up and ready to go. Charlie, if you want to write this down somewhere for the moment, and tell I tell you otherwise, Harry gets plus six to his physical attacks damage. So to physical attack damage. Okay. Liliana's going to look over the battlefield, 
stare at the band that has formed for just a second and just kind of mouth, what the... <laughs> oh, the, the band's giving a backing track. I don't know how, well, whether we can do that, but... <laughs> <laughs> She's going to to reach into her pocket and go, uh, I guess Mick come out? Curly yells, no, not, not fighting types. Not fighting types. He's also poison! <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a move action because you just released a Pokemon, you still have a standard action. Double team is still in effect if we're continuing on with the scene, so I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to use a perception check. To, oh wait, no, 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 no. I want to go, I want to go hide. I want to go hide. Okay, uh, then roll stealth. That will be your action then. I got 18. As you're going and like sneaking around, you notice that Tulip in her battle turns, looks at you, and winks at you before going back into her battle. Oh no. <laughs> Doesn't seem to really mean anything by it, just that she's like, yep, I see you. No one else really seems to notice, though. Alright, uh, that actually makes it miss turn. Right. Don't miss. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mick is going to use Poison Sting on whatever one is closest to, to him right now. Or her. Okay. Sorry, she's a lady. You said the <laughs> thing. <laughs> I did do the thing. I got a 17 for accuracy. Okay, that does hit. Roll damage. 23 poison physical. That did 5 poison physical damage because of its incredibly high defense. And so uh, the poison sting goes shooting out and hits into uh, the chrome. It's the same chrome that uh, uh, Charlie hit with a rock. It's the ne- kind of the nearest one out there. And it goes and kind of sizzles in for a bit. And you can see that it's having some effect. But Miz still pretty young for that. And it's a pretty strong thing. So it just kind of toughs through it. But it's still a decent hit. You did good in my book, kid. All right. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you're up. All right. I'm going to try to hit as many of these things as I can with a swift. Okay, uh, they're all clumped, so I'm going to say you can hit three of them. All right. I'd like to include the one that these two already hit. Roll to see if you crit. 16, no crit. Okay, roll damage. 27, normal special. Okay, that did seven normal special damage to each of them. Ooh. These are beefy, beefy boys. I don't like it. Make <laughs> it stop. So the stars kind of rain into them and are passing through them and kind of glooping out the other side weirdly, because usually, you know, the stars, like, hit and break, but somehow they're, like, passing through these things. Mm-hmm. And they get hit by them, some of the globs fall and splatter, but they're still kind of moving their way forward. That's your turn? That's my turn. Number one, which is still, like, it's got a decent amount of hits to it, but it's still not taking an injury or anything, but it's still gotten hit decently, so it, it spins off towards meh, and it forms itself into the Blastoise form, rears back with a punch that's like glowing with crackling blue energy and goes for a thunder punch and it just barely hits these blastabots may have some of the best luck of any npcs i've ever made uh it does 27 thunder or electric physical damage the other two that have been hit by professor sneeze they're able to both close with professor sneeze because these things move fast and since they were hit by him, they kind of orient to him, uh, turn into Blastabots, like swing down their arms, which turn into blades. And they both go for slash attacks on Professor Sneeze. Both hits, but no crits for either of them. <sighs> so you take 30 normal physical damage. Okay. And then you take another 30 normal physical damage. Ow. Slash at you, and then those arms kind of like form back into pseudo Blastoise arms. You have no idea why these things look like Blastoise because they have none of the moveset of Blastoise, but they look like Blastoise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then the other two kind of spin and are orienting, and they notice, uh, like they, they kind of have been stopped from their headlong charge, and so they kind of see everything, and you see them kind of orient around and look at Harry, and both of them kind of you see a green light wink in their center and kind of blink for a second and then just light up. Uh, Both of them use lock on on Harry, so their next move cannot miss. But that brings us back up to the top of the initiative order. Um, Before any of you go, the tall uh, woman with like the spiked white hair, uh, 
kind of sees the battlefield and goes, yeah, now it's a party. And she goes and strums a giant thing. Let's take these guys down. <laughs> That's forest, right? That is forest, yes. Awesome. And she uses uh, her full action to activate her musician class to use Song of Might and Song of Life. Mm. All allies in the area of effect, which uh, she's oriented herself well, and this is a smaller area, so I'm going to say that's everyone, plus five bonus to damage rolls until the end of your next turn, Ooh. and five damage reduction until the end of your next turn. <gasps> Ooh. So yeah, everyone has plus five to their damage rolls and five damage reduction. That's just on this next turn? Just until the end of your next turn, yes. So till the end of her next turn, so till the top of the next round. Got it. Because she is the fastest thing on this field. That's cool. Because of her, her thing, she is faster in initiative than uh, Archie is. But we are now to Archie. Archie, that's okay. Brush it off. Get back up there and try it again. Give him another ice punch. Uh, I, I want him to hit the one that's been damaged. Okay, the one that's been damaged the most? Yeah. Okay. That's a seven <laughs> with an AC of two. Seven with an AC of two hits. <gasps> yes! Okay. <laughs> I love how much low numbers hit in this game. <laughs> that's 36 ice... No, 41 ice physical. 41 ice physical damage. That did a 32 ice physical Ooh. damage. Um, and that's enough to give it one injury, but not quite enough to faint it, or to, yeah, to knock it out, and it just barely didn't give it two injuries, so that was a pretty solid hit. So as Archie kind of breathes back, as you see his hail fist, which is what he's using for this, obviously, gets coated with ice, and he slams into it, and the ice kind of cracks in, and you see it kind of form, like, it's, it's the fluid is acting kind of non-Newtonian, so it hardens as it gets hit, and it kind of hardens, and then you see it, like, crack and crackle up. And a giant chunk of this just falls into ice shards and covers, and it kind of reforms itself, but it's still kind of working against it. So that was a good, solid hit. Cool. Uh, and so we are to Harry. Harry is then going to go and attack. There's one that's been taking a little more damage than the rest of them, is that correct? Yes, one of them has one injury and has taken a de- uh, good chunk of damage trying to decide if I want to uh, aim toward that one or one of the other ones because I, f- I feel like this is going to be a huge hit from Harry. <laughs> uh, you said two of them are locked on to Harry? Two of them are locked on. Those are the untouched ones that are locked on to Harry. I'm going to roll for it. I think I think I want to go for one of the untouched ones, see if we can't just try and t- take out this one fell swoop while he, he has okay. a chance. So, uh, Also, uh, regarding accuracy... Do I roll, and then if it misses, can I then say, hey, I'm using that thing I told him to do last time? Yeah, the double team. Or do I have to announce double team, um, and then and then roll? In regards to these, most most often the rule is you have to announce, then use it. You, you have to announce before rolling. So it's like, uh, yeah, you can't yeah. cover your butt after mm-hmm. it missed. Fair enough, fair enough. I know this isn't how statistics works, but... We're going to take my bad luck from last night and hope that it doesn't rub off now. (laughs) Alright. Well, I mean, to be fair, Harry does have super luck as an ability, so... He is going to use uh, Night Slash. He knows it doesn't say super good luck. (laughs) That's true. It's a four. It is a four. Alright. He heads forward, wreathed in flame, and... Or, not wreathed in flame, wreathed in darkness, and goes for a slash, and the jelly creature just flows around his horn. Yeah, it is a mess. Harry, like, like you, you see him, like, he's very composed. You know, he's an absolute, he works very well. But you see him as as that kind of goes past, he stomps one of his feet, in, one of his paws into the ground, and then kind of, like, shakes himself slightly. He's like, I'm all right, I'm all right. I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, with him stomping onto the ground, uh, he puts, like, a crack into the ground because he does have a plus five damage on, on Oh, yeah, roll. no, no, he, 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 he hits a good dent. That's... <laughs> All right, um, that means that it is Charlie's turn. Let's chuck it on the rock. Uh, that's an eight for rock chucking. Okay, that's just barely hits. Okay. And that's a seven plus uh, 26, so it should be 33, which means it does 13 regular damage. Okay, uh, what are you hitting? Uh, let's go for the one with the injury. The one that's already damaged? Yeah. All right, uh, that does 13 damage. You said 33 was the total? Correct. Yeah, so that does 13 damage, which is just enough to get it, give it another injury and take it out. Yeah, booyah! Yes. So Charlie fits a rock into the sling. Ari's yeah, slingshot goes and fires it, and he catches it, 
and just takes out, whether by accident or design, takes out a joint of like the circuitry that's in there that's connected <laughs> to a bunch of others and just snaps it. And you see them all kind of like lock up all at once. And the thing just kind of like is moving, freezes in place, and then just like sloughs off into goo. Let, let's let's uh, let's call a spade a spade. Charlie, with his uh, technology knowledge, would know that you know Ooh. by hitting something like that, it would would make it uh, fall apart. But it is complete luck that he actually hit it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I did that on purpose. <laughs> but regardless, I did it. That means that it is Liliana's turn. Liliana is going to use Astonish on just whichever one is closest to her again. Okay. It gave me an eight. (laughs) Okay, you do still hit, and because it didn't see you, it is an auto flinch. Nice. So roll damage, though. I I got a 25. (laughs) It goes physical. Alright, that did five ghost physical damage. Uh, so you pop out with the Razzle Dazzle, and, um, you know, ghost type moves are strange. No one really understands how they work. And that is the only explanation I can give for why popping out and Razzle Dazzling a robotic jelly creature <laughs> caused it both to lose some of its goop and to thus momentarily seize up with an error message. Liliana just feels so, like, spurred on by the music. That's really what, what commands this oh, action. Did you add? did you add the plus five damage from uh, the Song of Might? Oh, I did not. Okay, so you did five more damage. You made me goop myself. Uh, <laughs> is that what you would call the ghost in the machine? Five psychic damage. <laughs> I, I think penalizing us for puns is, is off brand. That's why I said for that pun. <laughs> Alright, but that does make it miss turn. I don't know. The only thing she's got is poison sting, so we'll just do that again. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's she? Which one is she firing it at? We'll go with the one that looks the worst for wear. Okay, that would be the flinched one. Let's gang up on it and just wail on it. Just kidding. I rolled a two. I promise I rolled better last session, guys. <laughs> Even though it kind of freezes up, Mia is still kind of guarding her shot and was expecting it to move, so she shoots past it. Professor Sneeze is up. He gets this next. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a, a try attack on um, whichever one's closest, I guess. Either the flinched one or the other injured or the other damaged one that's not flinched, because both of those are clustered around you. Okay, the the other damaged one that's not flinched. Roll in with the power of hair muscles and here. Ah! Oh my goodness! What you roll? It's a nat one. <laughs> oh my goodness! Guys, what is happening to us? You guys are playing like I did last night. It's just me. This is why I can't play with you guys. <laughs> so while we spectate and watch the other people knock out these <laughs> these blue globby machines. It looks like you've got this. I'm going to sit back and, over and, here. I mean, to be fair, Charlie did knock one of them out with a rock. <laughs> with a rock. Uh, we just need to let our patrons just do all the work. They're doing better. Yes, right, that's right. Thank you, patrons. Professor Sneeze, roll a d10 for me. Oh, boy. D10. Here we go. Nine. Okay. Now roll another d20. Oh, goody. Goody gumdrops. Eighteen. Why couldn't that have been my accuracy roll? (laughs) So as you're powering up your your tri-attack, powering up the hair muscles and going... You go and you sneeze. <laughs> and as you sneeze, the fire attack, the, the tri-attack fires off in the burst, a pinwheel, and lands right into the back of one of the chrome on the right. Roll damage for the tri-attack, please. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Except that might draw their ire. <laughs> sure, that's, that's very true. 42 normal special. 42 normal special damage. Yep. Okay. That did 17 normal special damage, and the chrome is now encased in a block of ice. It's what you just fired and hit this chrome, and now it's like encased in a block of ice. It's frozen, and the bearded trainer kind of looks like this. I got it. Thanks. Um, what? Well. 
I got your back. Don't worry, I meant to do that. <laughs> but that does mean that it is the uh, gel creature's turn. And so one of them is flinched and is unable to do anything. The other one, it's, you know, it, it hasn't been hit and it's still got its target pretty well. It goes for the old rope. Actually, uh, it watches Professor Sneeze use Tri-Attack, and then it kind of bubbles up, and three bubbles pop up and turn into ball tr uh, a triangle of balls of energy, and it uses Tri-Attack on Professor Sneeze. <sighs> and it hits, because apparently I have stolen all of your luck for the night. No, give it back. Two nights. Or two nights. Uh, I did, it does 26 normal special damage. <sighs> okay, well, 26 goes down to 21. Special defense goes down to 9. And uh, Professor Sneeze no. is burned. No! <laughs> it rolled a 19. Uh. This is where all of the luck has gone. It's gone to the Blastabox. These are the luckiest NPCs I have ever made. This is consistently the best rolls I've ever done with any RPG creature I have ever made ever. And so the other two... <laughs> Uh, charge forward and try to slash at Harry. One of them is very lucky that they it used lock on last turn because it rolled a nat one. It still hits and but it avoids the nat one. Bad things. Uh, so char our Harry takes twenty six on normal physical damage from one of them, and then the second one was twenty eight normal physical damage. Okay. So remember to subtract the defense and the five damage reduction from each of those. Because those are two separate attacks. Okay, so we get to uh, subtract 13 twice, that takes up to 26. And then we subtract 10, making it uh, just a measly 18. I'll say be careful about doing it that way, because if you have more, uh, if you ever have more defense than one of the attacks, it doesn't carry over. Noted. But it works this time around, so yes. yes. Makes sense, yeah. 18 damage. Back to the top of the initiative order. Forrest is kind of looking is like, oh, right, old old guy, I like your style. Thank you! Hey. <coughs> She's like, here, let's see you do it again. She does like a quick two-step and then points to you. Uh, she has Dancer, so she uses a dance move called Spears Dance. But because uh, she has the passing waltz, she's able to give the benefits of it to someone else. Professor Sneeze, you get plus two combat stages to your special attack. Thank you very much! And Archie is up again. Alright, Archie, let's go a little bit crazier. Hit that one with Fury Swipes! So Archie's gonna come at whatever one is looking weak and is close to Archie. Okay, that would be the one that was formerly flinched. Got it. Blast spot formerly known as flinched. <laughs> That's a nat 20! Yeah. Nice. There it Okay, comes. so first roll there to see how many comes. times you hit. Please be an eight. Please be an eight. Come, Come on. on. Come on. Let's maximize this Come damage. On, Archie. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, it's a four. Okay, I believe that means you hit three times. That is three times, so it's nine. Twelve. Damage base of twelve. Yes. Yes. Damage base. No. Fury Swipes is six for you, so four times three is twelve. Nope. Ad he has adaptability, which gives uh, an extra plus one uh, to the stat. You're right. So, so that would be twelve. Look at me doing the math. I'm figuring it out, y'all. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so 12 is 3d12. Uh, 6d12. Because you crit. Oh my goodness. I don't even have that many d12s. <laughs> uh -oh. Apparently not a nerd enough. Weak nerd. That is 76 normal physical damage. And that was 6d12 plus 20 plus 21? Yep. That did 56 normal physical damage. Yes! Which is enough to give this jelly thing three injuries and destroy it. <laughs> Archie looks back at you, looks over at it, cocks his head once, like separates the jelly around it from the circuitry inside it without getting a drop on it. <laughs> yes! Where'd it go, Archie? And so it just splats down and then he like tosses the circuitry to one side. <laughs> Power move. <laughs> All right, uh, that means that it is Harry's turn. Harry kind of sees that just happen, by the way, and it's just like, beat one of these. You're good. You got this. You'll hit it. He's like, you can see him giving himself a pep talk, even as this is going on. Uh, yes, uh, so he absolutely does that, but what uh, Harry's going to do, though, is, um, and Charlie encourages, like, hey, it's okay, shake it off, uh, Harry, we, uh, we got this. 
let's gear up for a really big one. You can totally do this. Uh, why don't you take a take a page out of um, Forest book there? And so um, uh, Charlie is encouraging um, uh, Harry to do a swords dance. And yeah, that's yeah. That's, so he does a little does a little uh, jig around a sword as a. Uh, Scottish? Galarian? I don't know. He was a, a person, he would like be like muttering under his house, like, you are loved, you are important, you are loved, you are important. <laughs> he does a sword stance and is getting pumped up and ready to that fight. Is. Liliana, you're up. I can release and return a Pokemon on the same turn? Yes, that will be your entire turn. I'm going to do that and be like, you know what, Mich, you're doing great. But uh, I think I think I'm gonna save you for another special battle here sometime. So she turns to me and then goes. Roll guile. What? Roll, I said roll guile. <laughs> no, you're fine. Shut up for friends. <laughs> well, I don't have friends. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Shut up, we're friends. Oh, I don't have friends. Is that an alt title? <laughs> uh, maybe there've been a few. This, this, this Okay, keep going. What, what are you really saying? She reaches into her bag and is like, oh, it has been way too long, my friend. Come on out, Victoria. Right. And so, with a roar, a giant Gyarados lands on the field. Her roar is, is full agreement. She's like, yep, oh, it's been way too long. What are we doing? She goes immediately because of her speed. Sweet. Destroy everything. I'm going to have her use tackle. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll a command check for me. Uh-oh. Victoria, I thought we would tell you. Hey, it's a good thing my command's better. I got 13. Okay, that is enough that she's like, uh, you know, that has me slamming into something. I'm good with that. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, so what is she hitting? There are three, uh, three of them left. Two of them are untouched. One of them has been slightly injured, or slightly damaged. Whatever one takes her fancy. <laughs> Perfect, yeah, so she'll just pick one. Okay, so roll, roll accuracy then. I rolled a nine. Okay, so yep, that hits. Okay, and I got 36 normal physical. 36 normal physical, that is 16 normal physical damage, which is a solid hit, but not enough to give it any sort of injury. Victoria's, you know, still kind of roaring, and then she kind of looks around, just lowers her head, and just, she's kind of like still stretched out in the middle of this thing, and she just kind of extends and just smashes her head into the blast about things kind of gets knocked back a second and just kind of loops back up to where it is before. That means it's Professor Sneeze's turn. Professor Sneeze is going to go for the biggest cluster he can find and try to hit him with a swift. Okay, um, that... Did Charlie have a turn this round? Charlie... I thought Charlie had a turn this round. I skipped Charlie. I'm sorry. Charlie, what are you doing? Part of me wants to, like, try and get a better vantage point on them, but I still don't think that'll actually improve anything, so... Um... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'll do the practical move for now. I'll just uh, throw a rock. Three, four, or five, if you want. Uh, which one has the most damage? Five now after, uh, Victoria hit it. Uh, we'll go for that one. Okay. There's a seven... Seven with a rock. Uh, the rock does hit the jelly, but it passes through an area that does no damage, so it does not actually mechanically All right. hit. And Professor Sneeze, in response to you're getting a cluster, tackle pushes a target two meters, which means that Victoria's tackle knocked them away from each other. So none of them are within Aww. two meters, are, are within the blast. Fine. That's okay. No, that's fine. I'll just hit the weakest one. Okay, that is uh, the one that Victoria just hit. Stars are coming flying towards it. Five to hit, so it's uh, not a crit. Ugh, not terribly great damage. That's 29 normal special. That does nine normal special damage to it. Yeah. It's not enough to give it an under again, but you see the stars kind of pass through it. More globs are splashing down, and now it is the Blastabot's turn. Um, the injured one is kind of looking around, and it kind of spins and orients on Archie, because hey. Archie just re- reduced one of them to its component bits, and so it floats to Archie, lands, rears back, and goes for a Thunder Punch, which hits... If he had plus four extra evasion, would it still hit? Yes. They are still on their streak of rolling excellently. And it does... 33 electric physical damage. Uh, Archie. He does take another injury because he dropped yep. a little half again. Alright, and so that's a good solid... It doesn't, it doesn't paralyze or anything. But oh, it's just a solid clock across the jaw. 
number four is like, well, I've been hitting this. Uh, it's actually not an injury. I had the, the math calculated wrong in there. Oh, yeah, because it's still, yep, yep, you're right. But it's still good, like, you know, clock across the monkey jaw. Um, number four is like, you know, I've, I've got a good thing going. I've been hitting this Absol, and I, so far I haven't been hit back, so let's just keep doing that. And so it also goes for a Thunder Punch on Harry, and it also hits... How, how well does it hit? If you use Double Team, it will miss. Double Team. Okay, so it hits, and then the one that it hits kind of vanishes as Harry appears, like, slightly behind it. And then the third one, who just got smacked in the face by a Gyarados, goes... Well, you know, everyone else is doing it. Let's Thunder Punch. Uh-oh. So it lands and gears up for a big old Thunder Punch on Victoria. It hits, and it does 25 electric physical damage. Oh no! Well. Victoria! So remember, subtract defense and then do weakness. That shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I didn't quite think that to throw another water type with that, but uh, it's fine. <laughs> Water and flying type. Well, at least she's beefy, so that's good. Yeah, she's got she's got the yeah. HP to spare for it. So yeah, so she took 24, which isn't enough to even give her an injury. Mm-hmm. So she takes it across the chin, and you know, at being a Gyarados, kind of just turns and glowers down at this thing. That means that we are back to the top of the initiative order. Forest is looking over the battlefield, everyone, and she's like, "All right, everyone, we are." We are almost here. Come on, everyone. We can do this. And so uh, everyone is excited. That's a good That's a good condition. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone is now excited, has the excited condition. You can give it up to get uh, to gain plus five damage reduction against an attack. Got it. Uh, that means that we are back up to the top. So it is Archie's turn. Archie, go in for an ice punch. Um, so whichever one is looking weak. Alright, uh, the weakest one is near to Victoria. There is one right in front of him that's looking somewhat less weak, but you're going for the weaker one, right? Mm, nah, just hit the one that's right in front of him. Okay. And 14 to hit. 14 hits. 31 ice physical. That did 17 ice physical damage, which is not quite enough to give it an injury. Ah, still a solid hit nonetheless. And so, goes it and punches a chunk out of its side, which it reforms around, but it's still, you know, losing matter. Mm-hmm. It's going through it. Uh, Harry is up. Right. Uh, something I realized about uh, moves such as Slash and Night Slash is that they are pass moves. Um, how, yes. how many of these can I hit? Pass allows you to move at distance, so four meters. You can hit two okay. of them. Specifically, you can hit four and five. Four is the one directly in front of, or the one that's been attacking okay. Harry, and five is the one that Victoria hits. Alright, we're going to do that. So we're going to do Night Slash with uh, the pass on both of them. Yep, so roll accuracy for both of them. Okay. And uh, just to make sure, because I want to get the most out we can do this, we are going to use a uh, double team. Okay, I believe that is your last double team? No. Or did you not? No, you didn't use the other one. So you have two, you have one left. I, I still have one left. Okay, perfect. All right, so for uh, this is for number four, the one right in front of Harry. Uh, it's a three, makes it a five total. That is a miss, so it is able to flow to one side as he's going, but he still goes towards the other one. Which is an 11. That is a hit. That is a hit, good. Okay, cool. So, uh, we need to roll, then, uh, t- uh, 2d10. 7. And 1, so that's 8, plus 42, so that should be 50 dark physical damage, plus the additional 6 uh, that came from Felicity, so that's 56 dark physical damage. That did 36 dark physical damage, which is enough to give this 2 injuries, but not quite enough to faint it. And so the first one flows around it, but the second one catches a decent amount of the circuitry and rips it out of it with a good glob of it. And so it's, you know, still kind of like trying to reform itself and it's glitching through it, but it's still able to get up and move around and act. So it is still there. Charlie is up. Let's throw a rock at that one. (laughs) Okay. That's an 18. That hits. Uh, 6 plus uh, 26 is uh, 32 uh, normal damage. 32 normal damage. That does 12 normal damage. 
which is enough to give it another injury and destroy it. Uh, this is much, much easier. There's Most of the circuitry is gone, basically. Uh, Charlie's just knocking another snarl that had kind, of kind of gotten snarled up and just knocking it out of it, and that makes it fall apart. <laughs> so of the five of these things that came from this blob, Charlie's, like, done the killing blow on two of them. With his yes. rocks. Charlie, yep. <laughs> Charlie has finished off two of them, and Archie has literally taken one apart. <laughs> and of the other two, one of them has not yet been touched. That's okay, we'll gang up on it. Hey. We'll get it, we'll get it. But that does make it Victoria's turn. Victoria is going to bite down on the one that she's been going after so far. Alright, uh, that one just got destroyed. Okay, not that one, I mean... Uh, <laughs> How would you go from number five, the one that's been pressuring um, Harry? Yeah. Number five is the one that just got destroyed. Yeah. Number four oh, is the one that's been yeah, pressuring that's, Harry. That's what I meant. We'll go after that one then. Do I need to roll another command? No, Gyarados are pretty keen to bite, so I will say this one works. <laughs> I rolled a 19 for accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> that hits. That even flinches. I'm astonished that uh, robots aren't immune to flinching, but that flinches. Well, she's very scary. Did you flinch? I did not flinch. What do you mean? But you said you were astonished. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 44 dark physical. That did... Yes, that makes sense. Okay, 44 dark... Did you roll max damage? I did. Nice. nice. 44 dark physical... That did 24 dark physical damage, uh, which is not quite enough to give it an injury, but you did flinch it. So Victoria, like, bends back on herself and, like, loops around to get to this thing. And then bites down on it, rips out, like, a solid chunk of it, and, like, has it in her mouth. And then the jelly starts, like, pouring around her teeth back out of her mouth and reforming down at the bottom. <laughs> and that's how it's flinched. It's, like, it's reforming itself in the next turn. <laughs> and so that makes it Liliana's turn. I am going to... Am I close enough to get hit that one? To hit that one? Yeah, you can easily move to get close enough. You can close on it. I will use faint attack on that one then. Well, see if you crits. I did not. Got 32 dark physical. That does 12 dark physical damage to it, uh, which is enough to give it an injury, but not enough to faint it or anything. So go with the faint attack, and, you know, it's not really in much of a way to, like, dodge out of the way anyways, but it definitely doesn't dodge to one side, and you're able to rip out some of its circuitry. Not enough to really to tear it apart, but enough to make it a little harder for it to maneuver. Okay, that means that it is Professor Sneeze's turn. Professor Sneeze is going to target the one that is not flinched with a tri-attack. 17! That is a hit! Yeah, boy. Doesn't that activate tri-attack, too? That, that, yeah, that activates the effect of tri-attack, so. I'm going to roll damage first. 39 normal special, and it is burned. And it is not immune to burn. Okay. <laughs> I also burn. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, don't forget to lose it. Have you been losing a tick of HP each turn? Yes, I have. And I have yeah. lost an injury, or taken an injury. Okay, I, I forgot about this. that for a bit. But you said 39, so that did 19 damage to this, which is enough to give this one an injury as well, but not enough to faint it. So you mm -hmm. hit it, and it, the circuitry that got, got a little bit exposed and got a little bit warped by the heat of the tri-attack, and so it's still kind of working against that, but it is still up and going. Um, that actually means the flinched one goes first, but it's flinched, so it's still reforming itself out of uh, Victoria's mouth. And so then the burned one goes. Um, it just got a solid hit from Professor Sneeze. It's kind of in the middle of battling Archie. You know, they like mimicking, so it throws a tri-attack back at Professor Sneeze. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> it rolled a one. Hey! <laughs> okay, I'm going to establish the running gag. Professor Sneeze, can you roll a d10 for me? Sure. Six. Okay, roll a d20 for me. Twelve. Professor Sneeze, uh, this, this tri-attack whizzes past him and fully misses, but as he's kind of turning away from it, he sneezes. Professor Sneeze sneezes. <laughs> and another tri-attack comes flying out of him, shoots across the field, and slams into one of the cluster of uh, gel creatures on the other side of the battlefield. Can you roll damage for that tri-attack? 36, normal special. Yes, yeah, so that did 16 to one of them over there. And they all kind of look over and it's just like, ah... Uh, are you in your battle or are you in our battle? 
<laughs> like, no one says it aloud, but all of them are kind of looking at Professor Sneeze like, you do know that we're kind of, like, dividing and conquering right now. <laughs> yeah, you look like you needed it. All right, but that does bring us back to the top of the initiative order, and so... Um, seeing that the kind of battlefield's going, uh, Forrest kind of starts focusing on her own battle a little more. So no fun stuff from her this round. Aww. Um, that does bring us to Archie is up. Uh, the one that Archie's in battle with. Archie, use Fury Swipes on it! Let's see what we got. 13. No crit this time, but that does hit. It's a 7. Okay, that's 4 hits. So... So that's gonna be 12. 15. 15 damage yeah. base. 4d10 plus 20... 63 normal physical damage. All right, uh, that did 43 normal physical damage, which is enough to give it two more full injuries and to destroy it. And so this time, mm-hmm. Archie looks at it, cocks its head again, and it's a little tougher because this one actually, uh, it being burned by the tri attack makes it tougher. He he tears through like some layers of somewhat hardened by like the the burn jelly and then just grabs in and rips out its circuitry again. It's a little messier this time, but it's just like, and throws it down. So that one is destroyed. Way to go, Archie! Harry is up. There is one Blastabot left on the field. I'll deal damage, but very precisely on the keyboard. Uh, so, uh, Harry, um, wanting to hopefully redeem himself, is going to, uh, after his attack, he's going to turn around and attack the one remaining Blastabot uh, with the slash attack. Uh, he's going to use his last double team. Hopefully this can uh, cross fingers, finish the battle, so he won't need it after this. Uh, so, uh, slash attack on this. Come on, Harry. Come on, Harry. We got a... Oh, three! Unfortunately, as he goes to slash it, it just flattens to the ground again. <laughs> Harry, like, you, you see, because this is a pass move, Harry, like, slashes at it, runs past it, and then just stops. It doesn't even, like, turn around to look back, and it's just completely still, like, this is my day. This is my day today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay, Harry. Uh. <laughs> Alright, um, that means that it is Charlie's turn. Yeah. So just so I know, like, how, how is this uh, blast about looking like uh, It just recently gained an injury, but it is it, it is doing better than the other one was before the Fury Swipes hit it. Okay. So it's doing pretty decent. Uh, Charlie's gonna chuck a rock. Okay. For a moment, it almost looked like it was gonna roll on, uh, land on a 20, <laughs> but no, it was just a 3, so the, the rock's gonna miss. Yes, the rock does not hit at all. Okay, now it is Victoria's turn. We're gonna have Victoria use Bite again, try to see if we can hopefully flinch... Oh, 18! Yes, we did! That's another flinch! Yes. Okay. Uh, next damage this time. Uh, 31 dark physical. Uh, so that is 11 dark physical damage, which is not enough to faint this. Basically, this thing, like, flows out of Victoria's mouth, and she just looks at it, and then just chomps it again. Like, no, you were staying there. <laughs> and it again starts flowing out, and she's just growling the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm done with this thing. <laughs> but now that makes it Liliana's turn. And I am going to use another fake attack. 16 for accuracy. Okay, so it it does not crit, but it can't miss. So. Okay, uh, 35 dark physical. That did 15 dark physical damage, which is still not quite enough to faint it. And then so you're rushing forward and you knock out another chunk of circuitry. This thing is looking wrecked. If it wasn't still putting itself back together, you'd kind of expect it to be broken. But it is now uh, Professor Sneeze's turn. I think you've all got this. Way to go. Uh, I'm going to just hang back. Not do anything. Okay. Yeah, so you don't lose the damage from the burn. Yep. That means that this Blastabot gets its turn. It's flinched. Uh, back to the top of the round. It's Archie's turn. Finish it. Yeah. Archie! Punch it! <laughs> ice punch, I'm, I'm guessing. With an ice punch. Alright. Uh, that's a 19! So it's gonna freeze also! That's <laughs> I don't think that's gonna yep. matter at this point. Maybe it will. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 36 ice physical. 36 ice physical. Alright, that did 24 ice physical damage. Which is, yeah, enough to give this an injury and destroy it. And so, uh, Archie looks over at these things again, and uh, kind of mutters under his breath, is like, once analyzed, easily defeated. 
and then just goes and punches the circuitry out of it. And as he punches, like, the circuitry out of it, the uh, gel around it all freezes, cracks, and shatters into dust. And he turns back and, and he, he turns back just in case and goes, do not consume, as the dust kind of glitters down like snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grunge all of a sudden gets a sad, sad look on his face. <laughs> all right, so you finish those battles. Uh, the other battles are still going, but with you able to kind of provide support and go through them, they get taken down rather quickly. Even the chromes, like especially like with one of them randomly getting frozen in the middle of the battle. The ranger, the blue-haired ranger who's there, kind of looks at you as like the battle setting goes, you all seem pretty capable, and these three are taking care of this area. Um, those other two, and she kind of turns towards them. At some point, Tulip and the grass elementalist from the gym both left. Hmm. Along with his Snorlax, I was gonna, I was gonna steal it on that thing. It looks, oh. No. Oh. No. What? What? No. Befriend it. Of course not. To make it yours forever. No. He's, no. That's not. Why do I hang out with you people? <laughs> we keep you young. Uh, you realize that there's a blue-haired ranger standing in front of you, listening to this whole conversation. Oh, we're just joking. Come on. She goes. She's like. Uh huh. Anyways, uh, we should uh, figure out things. It seems like things are settling down. If you can, what's going on? You've got as good a guess as me. All this chaos just happened. I'm just containing it at the moment. Uh, if we can figure this out once these things are done with, it looks like they're kind of settling down. This moment, if you can start hanging in this direction, I am going to keep getting the perimeter. Like I said, I, uh, I'm Aditi Odison. Uh, if you remember name, my name will be able to. Uh, get this all together, and I'll be able to make sure that you're properly uh, taken care of for your help after. Uh, as the battlefield is beginning to settle and as things are going down, a low metallic screech fills the air. Uh, Professor Sneeze doesn't recognize the sound, and Liliana has heard it pretty rarely. Uh, only Charlie would immediately recognize this as the noise of a speaker system being turned on. A moment after the screech fades, a low voice begins to speak. People of Low Keep, I ask you to look around at the destruction that was done here. Senseless violence, chaos and pain, caused by things that are not natural, things that are not living, piloted by people who have neither the humanity to consider the consequences of their actions, nor the courage to commit those actions themselves. The people behind these abominations are none other than this, that sect of the Chan known as the Futurists. Now, our Chan neighbors claim that they disavow these Futurists among them, that they are a criminal organization which is hunted by their rangers and not given power or influence. The actions of this day show that this is a lie. How could a criminal organization gather the money and supplies needed for the manufacture of these creatures? How could they commit these acts in the seat of ranger power in the D, if the rangers were actively seeking them out on the Chan? No, this is the true face of our Chan neighbors. These futurists are given funding and power, and they direct the actions of the Chan. Now, I know that many of you listening will scoff at my last line. There have been 300 years of peace. The Chan and the Di are no longer two people, you say. We are united, not oppressed any longer. Look around you. Look at this destruction on Di soil. Look at the pain and the misery. Then look farther. Look at the horrible desecration done on the protected soil of Trilithon Sanctuary, what was once a haven of nature and peace for the Pokémon and people living upon it. Look at the pollution infecting our clear lake, the poison pumping out of the ancient heart of the Chan Empire and sickening us still. And look ahead. Soon the Crystal Caverns, that wondrous cave system which has been untouched by pick or plow, will be leveled by the Chan, all in the sake of progress, all in the name of the future. The oppression has never stopped. It was softened for a while, but it has not ended. This chaos today was only the bubbles bursting to the surface once again, the ripples in the bottom of the lake that was once so clear and bright. 
my people, my brothers and sisters, this will not stop unless we stop it. You know who we are. You know how to find us. Please, I beg you, for the sake of our land, for the sake of our people, stand with us once again. With a loud electronic click, the speaker system shuts down. And I think that's all the time we have for this week. <sighs> Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsterradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapster Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapsterradio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter, at PokeRollNick. I am Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag, and uh, come hang out with us in the Discord and in the Facebook tap room. Uh, great places where you can have conversations. We just had a really big one uh, today about people's favorite Pokemon and their favorite desserts and a whole bunch of cool things. So come chat with us about Pokemon things and non-Pokemon things. Absolutely. Uh, I'm Michael on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. Social intrigue has never been my thing. The horror on it becomes altogether too real. You can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eye. That's Behind Your E-Y-E-L-I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Mark Smith, Mitch Grabowski, Malachi Corder, Dr. Audino, Legendary, Alex Abram, Rob, Gregory Lopez, David Harshman, Box Cheese, Froxus, DGZ, and Nathan Jester. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. <sighs> <laughs>